This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And welcome, my friends, to the 2024 edition of Boston Early's Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you would like to be part of the program this afternoon, 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us, 800-848-9222. When I left you in 2023, I could barely talk. I couldn't hear. My ears were all clogged up. And all of that. And since then, we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's. I come back and my ears are still clogged up and I can't hear, but at least my voice came back a little bit for now. So we shall see. Welcome. I am so glad to be back and hope you are glad to have us back and glad to uh, be able to speak with you and, and have you here. Uh, again, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. So the big news, the big story today as developing news is that Finally, Claudine Gay has resigned her position from Harvard. I kept trying to add up the number of plagiarism charges as they came through the door, and I lost track. The number from one news story today says there are over 50, 50 cases right now where people have pointed to plagiarism, which begs the question, why was she hired in the first place? Harvard University is supposedly America's premier university. You don't get higher than Harvard. Yale is a close second, and the Yale is always, you know, and, and then there are those people. I have friends. I do have friends that went to both Harvard and Yale. They went to either Harvard for the undergrad, Yale for the grad, or vice versa, so that they can claim to have gone to America's top two prestigious schools. And, of course, they're warriors. Most of them. So, um, you know, and, and, and they very proudly carry around the snoot that comes with being supposedly one of the brightest minds in America. I have one dear friend. He is so snooty. And he's like, and, and he's always like attacking, you know, those of us on the right as if we're some sort of Neanderthals. Of course, he went to Harvard. So the question again becomes, why did Harvard, if you are hiring for the president, the president of the most prestigious university in America, why would you not vet this person? And if you did an accurate job in vetting the person, then you would have come up with these charges of plagiarism during the vetting process. Why now? And think about this. If, if this had never erupted because of the anti-Semitism on the, on the campus of Harvard, she would still be sitting comfortably as the president of Harvard. She proudly stated that her academic track record 
was a rigorous, a rigorous one. I put rigor in my education. Yes, I did. And yet it turns out over now 50, 50, not 5, not 10, not 25, not 30, not 4, 50 claims of plagiarism. How was this not discovered until this crisis? And the answer is easy. You know the answer. I know the answer. But yes, if we say the answer, then that can also become problematic. What's the answer? The answer was, come on, don't make me say it. You know the answer. This is she was she was a double A hire. You know, and 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 they needed someone to have uh, to equity, inclusion. And so they hired her. At least that's what most, that, that, that's the thinking. Would you not agree? But anyway, she's gone. And her resignation letter, I printed up her resignation letter. One of the things she, of course, plays the victim in her resignation letter. It's a lengthy letter. It is with a heavy heart, but deep love for Harvard that I write to share that I will be stepping down as president. Meanwhile, everybody else's students are cheering. Some of the faculty are cheering. Even left-wing journalists have been calling in recent, over the last week for her to step down. She says it's a singular honor to be a member of the university, which has been her home. Her inspiration for most of her professional career, she's a professional student and teacher. So she does say, though, that racial animus has been behind some of the attacks on her. And I'm sorry, it is not racial animus. It is the notion that she could not answer basic questions when she came before Congress about the anti-Semitic attitudes that were at her university. And then on top of it, questions of her scholarship. Her commitment to academic scholarship rose in questions that Harvard could not answer, nor could she. Plagiarism at the highest levels. Now, we are in a new year. There are so many things that have transpired. I was a little, uh, over the, the Christmas New Year period, disheartened by looking at the news as I did every day. Cause, you know, you don't want to be too far out of the news even when you're supposedly on vacation. And I was disheartened by some of the stories that I read that were to me just horrendous in nature. Every day, you know, pick up the, the news, there's a story of some murder-suicide here, some family disrupted, horrific car accidents that took multiple lives, natural events that ended up in tragedy. And it just seemed relentless. And it served to me as a reminder 
that the world will be the world. And coming into 2024, for the United States of America, this is a very important year. This year, unlike most, will decide whether we are able to at least put on the semblance of fair elections. And so far, the handwriting on the wall isn't good. You look at what transpired in Maine, this one-off, anti-Trump, Secretary of State unilaterally says, oh, you're off the ballot. Look at what has happened in North Carolina. There are other Democrats running for president. They are not going to appear on the ballot there. U.S. Representative Dean Phillips, Marianne Williamson, there's a political commentator, Sink Uger, not to mention Cornell West. Others have said they are running. They will not appear. And these are the people that are always telling us that democracy is a threat. Yet, like third world dictatorships, their power apparatus will not let anyone else on the ballot. Then again, as I said, in Maine you have this rogue actor, the Secretary of State, and we're hoping the Supreme Court will jump in and finally resolve this this insipid argument that Democrats are using citing the 14th Amendment. It doesn't take much to see that in a way, and I don't like signing on to language from the left about democracy being in trouble, but I would prefer to just say the republic is in trouble because of what Democrats are doing to it, keeping their own party members from being able to challenge them, using political power to unilaterally bully and intimidate Donald Trump. One of the things that this inane Secretary of State in Maine to say, oh, I had no choice under the law. Under what law? Princess Di, when she was last with us, Princess Diana last pointed out the princess of policy that Donald Trump has been found not guilty in the only constitutionally prescribed trial for a president, which is impeachment. He was found not guilty of insurrection by the United States Senate. That was the trial. Any talk of him being an insurrectionist, should be put to bed immediately by anyone that is following the law. The law requires, if there is a question, that the president go on trial, be impeached and go on trial. The Democrats did that. They had a trial in the House of Representatives. 
Donald Trump has not been found guilty of anything. Ergo, he is not guilty of being an insurrectionist. And that has all the legal weight that you need to dismiss any of these claims that he should be removed from, from ballots. Democrats won't even follow the laws that are prescribed in the Constitution. Instead, they will go in their own way to try to destroy fair elections in this country as what is taking place in Maine. The other major story is the continued invasion of America over the southern border. I thought a lot about what it takes. If someone were to ask you, would you be willing to walk over a thousand miles through harsh conditions to get somewhere, most of us would say, no, not going to do it. I thought a lot about these people that are coming in by the tens of thousands and what it takes. What does it take? How desperate do you have to be to walk over a thousand miles, sometimes with your children, in the harsh elements, sleeping outside, walking through mountains, in some cases through searing heat, through property that most of us and real estate that most of us would not want to venture alone, how incredibly difficult that is. Yet, this administration has encouraged tens and tens and tens of thousands to do just that. Because they refuse to follow the law and let people know that if they make that kind of horrific journey, they will be denied entry. Our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, went down to sit with Mexico's government, and what did they come back with? Nothing. No commitment to stop this invasion through Mexico. No remedies to speak of. A photo op to counter the photo ops of these tens of thousands of people that are flooding into the United States amid now more and more reports of the six million people that have entered the United States illegally since Joe Biden took office. All of this rests on this administration. The problems we're having in American cities that are related to this rest with the Democrats with Biden's administration. And we're going to talk more about that when we get back.
It is, of course, Boston Early's Rush Hour. 2019. Daryl Dragon passes away. Kidney failure. We all knew him as the captain. The captain and Tennille. At the time with his wife, Tony Tennille. Captain and Tennille here on WABC as we kick off the new year. On Boston and Lee's Rush Hour, 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Shoot, I'm one person and I have 36 million opinions. Happy birthday today. Glenn Goins. Singer, guitarist. The Parliament of Funkadelic. That's right, baby. Mothership Connection in the house. Get out your flashlight. One nation under a groove. You can get knee deep. With Parliament Funkadelic here on WABC Talk Radio 77. I had to laugh. I'm sorry about this. I laughed my ass off. I did. I laughed my ass off. So Eric Adams, Big Cheese, you know, Big Cheese Mayor, boy, he was ticked off. He's like, okay, I've had it with these people in Texas sending us these illegal. I've had it. From now on, we're going to stop this. You people in Texas. You governor down there, y'all Texans, you hillbilly rednecks, sending us these migrants. We're going to put a stop to this. The brother's not going to have it. Do we have terrorist things? So Mayor Adams issues an executive order. He says, thank you, Deborah. My, 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 
police person says, I should not have said I was laughing my ass off. I should have said behind. You're right. I apologize for the terrible language. I should. I was left. Thank you, Deborah. Anyway, Mayor Eric Adams says, okay, we're going to stop these hillbilly redneck MAGA-type people from sending us any more illegal aliens unless they play by the rules. They can only send buses, and they have to give us three days, two days' notice, and, and we're going to tell them where they can send them, and if they don't do that, we're going to throw them in jail and find them. That'll solve the problem. Only them hillbilly rednecks down there in Texas had other thoughts about it. Man, look here. Look what that old Eric Adams came up with. He's saying we can't send us them buses up there up north because he ain't going to take them unless they come in on certain days and on certain times. Now, what are we going to do about that? Mayor Adams, what the problem is? What the problem is? Why can't we send up buses of illegal immigrants? Well, that's all right. Never mind. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Mayor Adams, we're going to honor your executive order. We're not going to send you buses. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put them illegals on some other buses, and we're going to send them up to New Jersey. And when they get to New Jersey, we're going to take them to the train station, and we're going to drop them off. They said, now here y'all boys and girls, just catch this train right here. Just get this train leaving right. We're going to get you here before the train leaves. You got plenty of time. Get your things and put your things up in this train here. And here's some train fare. And when you get to the train station, tell them you want that train for New York City. And that's what we're going to do. And by golly, that's what they did. Them old rednecks down there in Texas. Them old peoples, you know, they fly around that old flag with that one star on it like they got their own country or something down there. Well, they done figured it out. They figured out how to beat Mayor Adams. And then, for that Mayor Chicago, they've been talking about how evil they are. We're evil, Texas. He did something different down there. They chartered some planes. And they flew the immigrants into Chicago. So all these executive orders, y'all have a nice time writing them executive orders. We know it took you and your lawyers hours and hours and hundreds of thousands of dollars to come up with these new laws. But boy, y'all don't learn to listen. You don't mess with Texas. Y'all don't mess with Texas. Because Texas fixed their wagon. And I laughed my behind off. This is hysterical. Yes, mighty Mayor Adams. Oh, we'll fix this. We're going to come up with an executive order. Stop those damn buses from coming. Stop those darn buses from coming into New York. Okay, we'll send them to New Jersey. Remember, it reminded me of that old ad. Diego, you're probably too young. When they were first built this train system that supposedly went from New York to uh, the city to um, to JFK, take the plane to the train, take the train to the plane, or whatever it was. 
It's the same way here. These guys are like, okay, you don't want the buses? Fine. We'll send you. We won't send the buses to New York. We'll send the buses to New Jersey and let them train in. We'll send the planes to Chicago and let them deplane at, 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 at Chicago O'Hare and find their way into Chicago from there. It's a quick Uber ride. Don't mess with Texas. WABC Talk Radio 77. This is Jay and the Americans. Uh, today in uh, 2014, Jay Trainer, American singer, uh, died of age 70. He was third, the third lead vocalist of the uh, Mystics, singing falsetto on Wycliffe's of Dover. And lead on Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Blue Star. Later he starred, started Jay and the Americans with Kenny Vance, Sandy Yaguda, and was the original lead singer. He sang lead on the group's first 1962 hit, She Cried. Boom. Jay from Jay and the Americans on WABC. Time for us to check in. We have traffic. Yes, we I do, Bob. Standing by. I wonder, I wonder if there are any buses... I wonder if there are any buses on their way to New York right now, or whether they are. Bob, do you know if we've got buses you know, coming into New York? You know, we are don't. In- we, <laughs> we don't have those uh, cameras that are up on the parkways, unfortunately, and highways. So I can't really specifically tell you that. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye out for those immigrant buses, will you, Bob? Time to check in with Bob. <laughs> WABC traffic. The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. Don't believe me, but I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. There's many times that we've loved and we've shared love and made And wanted to love. You know what? We have, ladies and gentlemen, 2024. Let me just say, say to those of you single folks, and I know we have a lot of single folks listening out here, that that for some reason, WABC Talk Radio has a treasure trove of, how shall I put this, quite attractive, very intelligent, upwardly mobile, single young people. One is a musician, and he works on this show. I'm going to leave his name out of it. Diego. Um, and then we have this beautiful, beautiful young lady. She is so gorgeous. But I don't want you to think that I'm just being a sexist. Oh, there he goes just talking about the way that women look. So let me just spend a moment and say that she's incredibly, incredibly intelligent incredibly capable on top of being insanely beautiful and single she happens to be screening calls I'm not going to give her name but if you talk to her you might want to throw on the deep voice and say 
Tommy. You know she's also a musician too, right? Oh, did not know that. Darling, what do you play? I play guitar and I sing. She got oh, an album out. My goodness. You have an album out? I do. It's on all streaming platforms. Okay, we're going to have to get permission to play some of your music. We played Diego's album. We played some of Diego. We have a cut in rotation from Diego. Have you heard it, sweetheart on the phones? I have not heard it, no. Okay, we're going to play just a sample of Diego's music because it's in our library. This is my favorite of Diego's songs. Go ahead, Diego. Tell us about this song. Honestly, I wrote it like within the. Um, this album is kind of like a story, and I'm not going to go too too into it. But it's about like this made up character I created, and he's like losing his mind. But this is him trying to get back to sanity, basically. And by the way, what a great time to talk about warm summer. You know, there's a nor'easter that is supposedly headed here. That could dump tons of snow on New York over the weekend. Little too early to make predictions, but this is your first warning for many of you. There might be, this might be the first significant snowfall in New York in 700 days this weekend. But this is Diego singing about the warm, the warm summer. I also have a song about winter. Yeah, but I don't want to hear that right now. Okay. I'd like to think summer. I like summer too. <laughs> This is beautiful. We added this to this. As soon as I heard this, we added it to our library. Thank you. This is Diego. So, uh, by the way, America's small caffeinated mom says she has bass voices out in America's heartland that are looking for good women. Well, Rhonda, your sons, let me tell you, if they ever take a trip to New York and they meet our, I'm not going to give her name. I don't want to embarrass her. I don't want lawsuits. But if they meet this beautiful, incredibly beautiful, I mean, off the charts beautiful. Very intelligent, by the way. Thank you. But very beautiful. Did I mention intelligent? And wholesome. She's, she's, she's wholesome. You know that, that thing that you say, oh, she's such a wholesome young lady. That would be her. So I, I frankly don't understand why you're still single, honey, but. That's I. I said, honey. I'm sorry. That could get me sued these days. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate. Okay. So, and then we've got even on the weekend, we've got some young kids that are really great kids. They're young. They're single. They work all the. They're hard workers. They work all the time. So you know, <clears throat> just trying to do my part to help. I appreciate it. Ah, Thank you. <laughs> you're quite welcome. So you heard about the Epstein documents that are getting ready to drop. Yeah. Uh, the court, a court has ordered a lot of the Epstein documents finally to drop Bill Clinton's name supposedly all through there. Supposedly he bit a, he bit, he uh, visited Pedophile Island, as it's called. It's really called, uh, Little St. James. The locals down there started calling it Pedophile Island. 
And then there's supposedly uh, documentation with Bill sitting next to two very lovely girls visiting from New York. And I wonder who else's name is going to be in this. Over the holiday weekend, of course, the DOJ said there's not going to be a second trial for this uh, F, uh, the Sam Brockman guy. They're trying to keep his donor list secret. Sam Bankman Freed, the Hillary donor, mega donor with the Democrat Party. There was supposed to be a second trial. The DOJ says, oh, no, we convicted him. Never mind. They don't want all the stuff connected with him and the Democrats to come out. Uh, let's see. Nursey Nurse asked me, do I really think they're walking all the way? No. Nursey Nurse, a lot of the immigrants flooding in, we know they take the beast. That's the train that runs up. And a lot of them, by the way, are being funded. Which, which we need to be raising questions. Who is funding this invasion? Okay. Uh, New year, new rules. California has hundreds of new rules, including they have to have gender-neutral toy aisles in California. I'm not kidding. You're laughing. I'm not kidding. This is California shops will have to uh, curate gender-neutral toy aisles. And by the way, in New York... Do you know that in pet stores, guess what you can no longer buy in pet stores in New York, according to the new law that Democrats put in place here? Take a wild guess. What can't you buy in pet stores in New York? Uh, Turtles. Okay. That's my wild guess. Call screener. No name given because you're so beautiful. We don't want men stalking you. Guess what you can no longer buy in toy and pet stores in New York? I was going to say fish for some reason, but that seems like a really dumb answer. Well, get prepared for the truthful answer. In pet stores in New York, the new laws, Democrats, you can no longer buy dogs or cats in pet stores. I thought that was already a thing, really. Well, it's a thing now, and it's a thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I want a pet. What do most people get as a pet? No, they do not get endangered lions or tigers or or what are the, what do you call those cute little things that stand up in the desert and do all that? Uh, you know what I mean? Those. I don't know a thing about gerbils, and I don't want to know. Um, no, those like little prairie dog things that they have. The the um, huh? Not, they're like ferrets. They have a, they have a big show on them, on Discovery. They like live in colonies. Meerkat, meerkats. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You most people don't go in the store. I want to buy a meerkat. They go in. I want to buy a pussy cat. <clears throat> I want to buy a dog. And so you can't buy. Cats and dogs at a pet store? W-T? Okay. Also, by the way, in California, there's another law on the books that they just put in place. 
Students are going to have to learn how to differentiate fake news from real news. They're adding that to the courses. That ought to be a danger signal. Because who's going to teach the course? What are they going to use as examples of fake news? This is a, this is, this is indoctrination ready to happen. We don't have him in the library today, but I do want to note that Les McCann passed away. Those of you who love jazz will know Les McCann. Remember the mantra performance that, where he did uh, with Compared to What, which was just his biggest record ever. Les McCann passed away, I think that was yesterday. Self-taught pianist, just an amazing musician. All right, take a break. we got to check in with Lou Dobbs. When we come back, your phone calls. Bo Snurdly, back with you here, 2024. Trailer for sale or rent, rooms to let 50 cents. Les McCann. No phone, no pool, no pets. Ain't and if you haven't listened to compare to what you need to listen to it, from the Montrobe performance, it was live. As Swiss Montro back in the 60s, this was like one of the, this actually helped make that one of the premier festivals, this performance, because it was so popular compared to what? Roger Miller. Birthday today. I remember singing along to this when I was a kid. Four Grammy Awards in 1965, including the best country and western album. He died in 1991, but the song lives forever. Roger Miller on WABC Talk Radio 77. For sale or rent Rooms to let 50 cents No phone, no pool, no pets Ain't got no cigarettes out But two hours of pushing broom Buys a eight by twelve four-bit room I'm a man of means by no means King of the road Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Meet Love starts a three-week run at number one with this one. It was on his sixth studio album, Bat Out of Hell. Huge for Meatloaf. Uh, by the way, I've been telling you guys for quite some time that reparations were never going to happen, and I've been mocking what's going on. There's news out of California, but I'm going to hold this until tomorrow because I need some time with this one so I can laugh. 
James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. Robert, welcome to Rapid Phones. How are you? Hi, welcome back, James. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Glad to hear you. But these protesters, there's no way that thousands of them across the country in so many places will be putting up their own money to do this. They are getting paid somehow. I've been astounded at people protesting in front of airports, both JFK and LAX, busiest times of year. By the way, there's never any reporting about the people that miss flights because of them or the emergencies. The protests that happen, including people letting off smoke bombs inside Macy's, this is all protesting for basically Hamas. Don't tell me it's for Gaza. It's protesting for Hamas and Gaza. Uh, yeah. Protesting. Scott in Long Island, you're up next on WABC. Welcome. How are you? Good, Mr. Sternley. Uh, pleasure. Uh, so if we want to stop illegal uh, migration, why don't we just tax the remittance that um, is being sent back to their uh, countries of origin? I mean, $61 billion last year to Mexico, $15 billion to Guatemala. When my grandfather came from Denmark, he was only allowed to take 10% out of the country. Uh, why are we allowing them to come here, earn a, a decent living, and then send it all back home? I thought they were coming here for sanctuary. Why would you send money back to a country that you're running away from? Makes no sense to me. Well, you're sending money not to the country. You're sending money to your relatives, who in some cases needed to survive. But your point is well taken. And by the way, there's another point that I would like to add to, to your point. We, for some reason, we cannot seem to close the borders. Fine. If people are leaving Mexico like this, isn't it time, and, and they're here, and New Yorkers have to pay. Your budgets are being slashed in order to accommodate this. Isn't it time to start charging these nations' governments the cost? Send the invoices out to individual nation states whose citizens are here illegally living off the taxpayers. That's one thing that could be done, and 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 do a subtraction from the num from the amount of aid dollars that we send to those nations. Great point, Scott. Let us go to Sal in Staten Island. Sal, thank you for waiting. You're up next. You're, you're always worth waiting for. Benvenuto to return to de Cristo. I wish the blessing of the Christ child on you. Remember, we have uh, uh, the epiphany season till the end, until Sunday. Uh, bottom line, in Staten Island, the mayor, the governor, and Biden and the others want to put able-bodied men from countries who hate us, uh, and at Fort Wadsworth, America's oldest still existing U.S. military installation. It's insanity. And a shout-out to Dr. Esposito, Dr. Powell, Richmond Valley. This is their 51st year. And uh, Pause of War, information, info at pauseofwar.org. They help American veterans and their service animals. They are strapped financially. Let's help them. Thank you, Sal, for your commercial, your daily commercial for them. I'm going to start charging for that on my show. I let the first five go. Now it's getting to be a routine, so we have to start charging. Add dollars. Oh, don't abuse the privilege. 
Only do that once in a while. Richard in Clifton, you're up next on WABC. Hey, Bo. I just wanted to say that the law banning the sale of dogs and cats in a pet store is a good law because those dogs are from puppy mills, which is a bad, uh, inhumane situation. And plus, we've got millions of dogs being killed in the shelters uh, and cats in the shelters and homeless. And that just adds to it. So that's a good law. That's a good law. Well, I have questions about it, though. Why can't people get dogs from known breeders instead of from puppy mills? And, but that's not the way most people don't. Most people get them from the puppy store. You know, they walk into a pet store, they see the cute little puppy. A lot of times they're sick. And if you see the conditions that the parent dogs are in, wire cages, sitting in filth. It's oh, hard. no, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. We have people that want to talk about that, so I'm going to bring this back up tomorrow. So. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for you being here with me and allowing me here with you. So good to be back. And God willing, tomorrow, Wednesday, we shall do it all over again. At 4 p.m., both in early special hour on WABC. Until then, my friends. 